my name is Christina Dmitrishin, and you're listening to a Tasting Eastern Europe podcast. This podcast is produced by the Andeka.net destination management company operating on Central and Eastern Europe, Caucasus, Balkans, and the Baltic states. The COVID-19 pandemic has changed the travel market beyond recognition. But don't be scared, it did not vanish. The travel market continues to develop. In the podcast, we will taste Eastern Europe, talking to local entrepreneurs, officials, and other experts about how the region's tourism adapts to the demands of time and what it has to offer travel seekers. So, waiter, what do we have on the menu today? Tourism in Yerevan is on our menu today. Thanks, the topic sounds very tasty. So today we will talk about Yerevan, the capital of the first Christian nation, a city with picturesque architecture and the home of a unique and tasty Armenian brandy with Gevorg Orbelian, head of the tourism division of the Department of Culture and Tourism at Yerevan Municipality. Barevdzes! Barevdzes! <laughs> Hello! Let's start by talking a bit about you. So, please, tell us a little about yourself and your experience in the tourism division of the Department of Culture and Tourism at Yerevan Municipality. Uh, well, my position as the head of uh, tourism unit at Yerevan Municipality uh, affords me a great opportunity to present my city, uh, Yerevan, and at the same time to learn about other countries, cities, uh, cultures, the exchange of minds, uh, policing, uh, city management, public administration, etc. With an academic background as a museologist, I'm confident to confirm that my work experience has started from Yerevan History City Museum, which is uh, within the auspices of Yerevan Municipality. And then I started working at Yerevan Municipality, started from 2011, it's around 10 years and in the sphere of tourism. I had the chance also to be an overseas researcher in uh, Japan. Besides my experience, it's provided me uh, with a good research and analytical skills and has exposed to me experience and number of aspects of culture and tourism. Uh, frankly speaking, yes, I can state that I've done a lot uh, in the field of tourism for the city of Yerevan in the development of urban tourism. Um, we have launched um, uh, 10 years ago uh, the official double-deck city buses. We opened uh, two, three years ago the first tourist uh, information centers in the city of uh, Yerevan. We created, created uh, and started publishing the official city tourist uh, city maps for the tourists and the citizens. And we um, started publishing and officially print, arrange, launch the uh, official city guidebooks um, and created and promoted the Yerevan as a uh, event tourism destination and also gastronomic festivals we organize for within the culture, etc. Uh, as you know, nowadays, uh, the culture and tourism are facing complex threats and challenging following the pandemic and demographic developments and the economic and ecological crisis. All the same time in the 21st century nowadays, with the digitalization and the modern technologies that started to be in our life, we have to overcome the limitations in communication and other 
chances that there are global and in cooperation with now with it are endless. But besides all of these, I think that we still have much to work and to create. It sounds like an exciting experience. And in short, how can you describe tourism in Yerevan during the time of the pandemic? Well, it is obvious that tourism continues to be one of the uh, sectors that had been hit hardest by the COVID-19 pandemic and in Armenia and particularly also in Yerevan. Our city government have taken measures to ease the economic shock of the townspeople, the businesses, but long term, we will need to adopt this post-pandemic Uh, kind of to be stretched to be in a new normal life. Uh, I'm pretty sure that the technology that can now can also play an important role with the social distancing and health and uh, the protocols likely to remain uh, in the place for the foreseeable future, touch list, service delivery, investments, and digital technology could uh, be a new start and new recovery in the tourism field. Solutions can be different uh, from country to country, from city to city, uh, from the scope of the recovery will be a course, kind of uh, a new course, which is depends on the global developments. But there is also, it is uh, important to know that the opportunity for the har- for this situation has been harnessed and beyond the immediate priority, it is uh, mitigating the impact of pandemic and countries will need to create, to create kind of new, how can we can say new normal, for the tourism industry and the diversifying uh, shifting to the more sustainable tourism the models and investing in new technologies and techniques could be a new help to shape the recovery this is the situation in armenia and yerevan and i think that this is uh, adaptable for uh, each country You've just touched on the topic of adapting tourism to the pandemic. Let's talk about it in a bit more detail. So, how does Yerevan's tourism adapt to the pandemic? What can it offer tourists in 2021? You know, the uh, most important thing of keeping the businesses uh, through this period and the survival of businesses through the tourism ecosystem is at risk without continued government support. And also governments have taken impressive actions in every country and also in uh, Armenia to cushion the blow of tourism and minimize, you know, many jobs has been lost and to build it, the recovery in 2021 is this year and beyond more needs to be done uh, for instance it can be a restoring traveler confidence supporting tourism to adapt uh, uh, and to survive this is kind of key policies that will include uh, to provide uh, the clear information for travelers and for the business people to limit uh, uncertainly the extent of possibilities Uh, to uh, kind of strengthen cooperation between the countries and sharing the information, uh, building more resilient and sustainable tourism. I think that this, all these points should be a part of each uh, country and city and which is Yerevan at this moment is working uh, on. That's really nice. You've mentioned the city's efforts in the direction of sustainability. But what about mobility, tourism infrastructure and green tourism? How does tourism change in these areas? What is your vision for further development in these directions? 
Yes, as you know, um, Yerevan, it has the good uh, infrastructures of uh, visiting and uh, some cities are just mess to get around it. But in this aspect, Yerevan sites are spread and traffic is mess and not uh, only in Yerevan. Being such a small city, almost uh, everything is in a walking distance in the city center from each other. And if you are done walking around touring Yerevan, it's easy to get a taxi, to go on a, a one day trip, um, and the country overflows with history and culture, which is most of it unhaven't un been, un been uh, promoted and, uh, for the Western world. So Yerevan itself is uh, packed uh, and the infrastructures, the museums, art galleries, the parks, uh, some of them are in a good conditions and being um, uh, um, being kind of uh, one of the uh, ancient countries uh, in uh, cities in the world which is a, has a specific uh, unicorn inscription about city foundation it started uh, constructing itself so this is what that Yerevan is a, a little different from another uh, cities in armenia and this is the capital and many, the diaspora, you know, is uh, um, living uh, in more than uh, 200 countries or world. They use, usually come to the capital of, and this is the main international airport is in, uh, situated in Yerevan. And that's why we have the tourist flows through Yerevan. It's a base uh, city, we can say. Okay. And why should tourists visit Yerevan? Uh, you know, there are many kind, kind of calling uh, interesting stories that can attract tourists visiting to Yerevan. Uh, Yerevan, um, unlike what you may imagine then walking in the city, it's a former uh, Soviet country. Yerevan is extremely metropolitan. It bustles with trendy bars and cafes, frankly, by well-built locals. It is a great shopping. It's a high-end stores and markets. Uh, among a wide area of uh, activities, uh, many, many reasons. Uh, trust me, you will never be at loss for things to do in Yerevan. Yerevan is also a very safe place to travel, being far from the uh, fronts of the religious war and uh, other issues, uh, general crime, and uh, it's very safe to walk in the late at night. And the past... Uh, uh, international rankings uh, show that Yerevan is very safe city and all the tourists can walk uh, around very late at night and know uh, it's very easy to go and uh, the lights. So many, many reasons there are. And, uh, and as you may know, Yerevan, the people, it's, uh, they are the people, they're very hospitable people and they attract tourists. And for instance, uh, uh, tourists can ask some question. Uh, the citizen can uh, uh, answer and also to take the tourist it's the place where he's searching for so the hospitality is on a high rank here in the city so in your opinion is there a place for tourism in the pandemic world uh yes we can say that there is uh, there is because uh during this pandemic period we have tourists in the city and the many people are coming enjoying uh, who are keeping all this uh, uh, social distancing, wearing masks. And we have approach that it can be developed uh, through, uh, even through it's a pandemic period. 
Let's move to more specific questions about Yerevan. It's known that Armenia is the first country to convert to Christianity. How can Yerevan be interesting from this perspective? Could city visitors immerse themselves in the perceptions of the history of Christianity? Well, uh, the adoption of Christianity as a state religion, as you may know, it's 301 and had a faithful um, significance for Armenia in many ways. It uh, determined the further course for the historical development for the entire Armenian people. Religion has become an integral part, we can say that, for Armenian identity. It's uh, noteworthy that uh, being surrounded by Muslim countries, Armenia itself and Armenians were not only able to preserve their religion within the Muslim element, but also they independence within the Christian world. And the ancient Armenian Apostolic Church differs from both Byzantine and Orthodox and Roman Catholicism. Uh, as I told uh, you before, um, religion has uh, become an integral part of uh, Armenian, of our identity. And also religious holiday is, holidays is part of us. For example, we have uh, in um, our calendar, Surp Sarkis Day, it's a Saint Sarkis, the name, celebrated annually in the late January and early February. It's a national holiday in Republic Armenia. On this day, in the small center of Yerevan, and especially in, in this church, Surp Sarkis Church, it is very crowded. This is an equivalent of um, the Saint of Saint Valentine. So this is an Armenian local um, holiday. Here is all Armenian church, churches uh, um, has a festive liturgy to be held, and many young people in pairs or still alone come for blessings. However, it, however, it is uh, customary in Armenia to celebrate this day not only with churches but also some using folk customs that are in good traditions and according to the popular beliefs, uh, miracles happen on this day with the uh, participation for the Sarkis to come and fulfill their dreams for lovers. So these kind of holidays as a perception for Christianity, it is inside um, our um, kind of genetics. Uh, and inspirable attribute of this holiday is a salty cake, which young people eat in the night, hoping to see in a dream how the uh, betrothed brings water. So the tourists who are in Yerevan in this period, at this time, they can become an eyewitness or even make a, to be a participant in a beautiful Christian holiday. And uh, for me, participation in this type of holidays helps tourists to know uh, more about the culture, about the religion. And this is one example that I wanted just to uh, share with you. Um, we have um, uh, 12 of these kind of holidays that uh, we can use as a tourist uh, attractions for being more confident for that. Yeah, exactly. And Armenia is also a homeland of the Armenian brandy, which is also known as the Arbun. So, can the travelers to Yerevan plunge into the history of this drink and the culture of its drinking? Yes, uh, you are right. Armenian brandy is famous all over the world. And people uh, know that if the name of Armenia is written in the bottle 
of brandy, then it the brandy couldn't be a bad quality. Uh, according to the uh, legends, uh, the history of Armenian brandy goes back to the ancient times when even for a nose, uh, nose ark landed on the holy mountain of Ararat. And um, they say that Noe was the first man who planted a grapevine in the Ararat Valley. The history of Armenian brandy started uh, in the end of 19th century um, and um, uh, who uh, founded the, the Nerses Tyrian, a much famous Armenian trader, founded the first wine and brandy factory in Yerevan. And Armenian brandy also has a different and unique place in the world. And the cognac and brandy tasting experience is linked to the stories and legends uh, such as the one that says that during the uh, one of the Yalta conferences, as I remember, Stalin offered Winston Churchill a glass of uh, Ararat uh, brandy uh, to accompany uh, the, with the cigar, and the English president loved it. And from then on, Churchill received the shipment of this uh, Ararat brandy uh, under name Dvin brandy every month every month and when uh, Winston Churchill famously said that his secret what is that he has been in the long, long he lived a long life he said that he, he uh, um, Cuban cigars and Armenian brandy uh, and no sport so he smoked cigars from Cuba and Armenian brandy from uh, Armenia so local brandy is the pride of uh, joy of Yerevan and tourists must pay a visit to Yerevan brandy factory which will be um, a fine and fun and uh, um, interesting trip for them uh, to know the technology of making the brandy, but also we the tourists have a chance to taste it. I myself highly recommend drinking brandy in one of the uh, um, factories museums. We have two in the city center. All. Uh, in Yerevan uh, jazz clubs uh, to enjoy while listening jazz uh, and good, good music. And it's such a nice experience that the tourists will never um, uh, forget about it. And I think that, that we'll take a bottle with them to their countries. <laughs> it sounds so nice that I begin to feel seeking for tasting Armenian brandy somewhere in Yerevan. But uh, Yerevan is not on the list of the most popular destinations among Europeans. Why so? And how can it be changed? Uh, well, the country has been without a national airline since almost eight years when the last one went bankruptcy. And I'm sure you know that before COVID-19, Armenia get the opportunity to work with the famous low-cost air companies such as Ranair and Wizair. It was very good chance for us to improve our connectivity uh, significantly and as a result to bring the economic growth and jobs in the country. But uh, unfortunately, uh, from 2020, the start of the COVID pandemic kind of stopped this uh, collaboration. Another problem is a lack of the unified marketing policy and weak international recognition of the city from the point of tourism. In order to raise the 
awareness of Yerevan, we started actively uh, cooperating with international tourism organizations, tourist cities, publishing uh, articles about Yerevan on popular sites and journals, magazines, and develop the brand of the city. One of the luck points is that, in my opinion, that until now, we don't have our uh, brand of the city, the kind of tourist uh, official brand. And the preparation of a website and application about Yerevan which is uh, under what we are working at this moment is initiated by our department and it's a final stage that will uh, greatly contribute to rising uh, awareness of Yerevan. Of course, there are many points that we can work on for us uh, attracting more visitors uh, through Europeans. And now, when the world more or less learned to live with the pandemic, Is there any news about the possible coming of low-cost airlines to Armenia? Yes, yes. Just recently, we are. Uh, I saw. I see that we are started collaboration with the other small um, air companies that I have that will have a direct flights to Yerevan. Uh, we have with the with the Ukraine direct flights uh, with Berlin. It started. Uh, as you know, all these countries are opening officially their gates, and the uh, aircraft starting with incorporation with our ministry and. Uh, other uh, committee is to work together and to develop and to put and I think that in the future we will have the good connection and other uh, very uh, direct flights uh, in uh, with other European cities and we can kind of uh, develop and Uh, our long-awaited experience with the uh, long um, with the weekends to spend in Europe and in Yerevan European cities. And finally, to sweeten the conversation, what's your favorite location in Yerevan? Yerevan is my birthplace, so every corner is full of uh, positive uh, memories. Uh, is a, a good uh, corner for me, and I can surely say that Yerevan is my big and you unique uh, uh, loving city uh, most of all i like the cascade area cascade is a, a special uh, place where is a huge stone stairs connecting the central part of the city with the northern part with the stairs and everyone can Uh, go by escalators or just walk through the climb the uh, stairs. Uh, this is a very special area where uh, young people uh, gather for drinks. It is a um, kind of, uh, there are numerous cafes, open air, uh, concerts, festivals, and uh, it is where you can capture uh, the best panorama of the Yerevan, uh, uh, of the city. I myself fond of places with beautiful panoramas, views, and believe me, if you will be in Yerevan at night from Cascade, the view will be the best and you will start thinking to move and to live in the city. And what is your favorite meal? Wow, Armenian cuisine, I can say that reveals from the geography and the history of the country and uh, as well as many animals, crops grown in this territory, the cuisine is very rich. I, for myself, um, uh, has many um, uh, uh, lovely dishes, for starting from barbecue, tolma, kyufta, apama, harissa, that are the inspirable part of Armenian cuisine in my favorite one. But I can 
say one um, uh, my favorite my one one meal it is uh, apricot soup uh, called cham charak which is made of dried apricot and it is served with dried lavash uh, walnuts and plums so my grandmother used to make this meal and since my childhood i adore this meal and i feel the taste and smell of it whenever i um, i see and uh, eat eat so this is a kind of soup of dried fruit and apricot it makes different uh, taste for it this is my favorite one that sounds very tasty and why do you love Yerevan the most? Well, I was expecting to listen to this kind of question, uh, why I love Yerevan the most. Not touching about the details related to the sites of Yerevan, I would like to highlight three factors um, in this um, point. First, it's my birthplace and hometown. The second is our people, town people, who host visitors with special warm and hospitable attitude. The third is that Yerevan, I think, is a secure and safe for everyone. And uh, finally, I think that the last two factors promote the city where many once visited want to back and come back again. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you so much for such an interesting conversation. Thank you. Thank you for interesting and this kind of such fascinating questions. <laughs> Waiter, thank you very much for a very tasty topic. You are welcome. We will be waiting for you again. See you later! I'm so thankful to those of you who have stayed with us to the end of this episode. I hope that today's topic also seemed delicious to you. If yes, subscribe to this podcast and wait for the next episodes very soon. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Let's taste Eastern Europe together!